Assume if they're wrestling people, they're all bad, Todd. How about that? That's what I do. That's an easy way to go through life. I agree. So how's how's things? How's things going for you as we're getting ready to record after dark here? Uh, you know, obviously we're all in our our post Madam Web uh, haze, if you will. Right. Yes. Yes. You know, euphoria, post Madam Web euphoria. How many times have you seen it since? Um, I I've rewatched it in my mind countlessly. But I gotcha. haven't gone back and sat down and paid for a ticket to watch it again. Mm-hmm. You? Uh, well, I haven't watched the whole thing, but <laughs> apparently um, it's available out there. Yep, yep. Man, 24-7, maybe. Right. So it's 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 somewhere just 24-7. So every <laughs> once in a while, I just pop in to see where it is. <laughs> right. To see if it's like on a great scene. It's kind of like... Taking your favorite record and dropping the needle anywhere mm-hmm. and just enjoying what you see. Yeah. Well, I just want to enjoy you enjoying oh. that web, Joe. <laughs> that's, my, that's my goal in life. If only I knew like that existed before we recorded the Patreon show this past week. Yeah. My we life would did, be different. We could have timed it and did a live watch along. Oh, you know what? Uh, too bad, you know? Yeah. All off Fantastic Four. And then we could have did some Japanese ocean spray. Right. Oh, no Pepsi, though, sadly. Uh, all the Pepsis I have here, Joe. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, nothing much has been going on with me. Uh, update on ACDC. I know we, I forgot to mention it last week. They did mention a tour, uh, announce a tour, but so far the first leg is all European dates. Mm. So we might, like, they have dates in Europe all the way up to August. So they may, I don't know, we will get an American tour. But whether or not, because they'll only do, like, stadiums now. They don't, like, do small venues. So it's like, oh, will they do, like, the Meadowlands in September, October? Like, that would be the cutoff. You know what I mean? Because then you start getting cold. Unless they do, like, the Vegas or anything that's inside. So as soon as I know more about that, uh, I'll let you know. But they also announced that because this is their 50th anniversary, mm. um, which blows my mind that they're, they're old as I am, um, that they're re-releasing all their albums on vinyl Oh, uh, like with a special 50th anniversary. Like Josh is like, I know you're not a vinyl guy, but you're an ACDC guy. I'm like, yeah, probably not going to pick up the vinyls. But I don't know if they're remastered or what, but they're the 50th anniversary versions. But uh, I was like, oh, okay, I see we're going to get a, a, a wave of merchandise probably for the 50th anniversary. Sure. But I'm all for it. So. So what's the limit on how far you're willing to travel to go see them if they do a U.S. tour? Um, I, well, I would not doubt that they do a Philly slash New York show. Like okay. most likely New York, most likely the Meadowlands. That would be in a heartbeat without uh, blinking. But after that, you never know. Who knows? Like how far I would go? Um, because I do think at fifth the fiftieth anniversary, the basis just left. So it's only uh, Angus and Brian Johnson now. And Brian, I think we talked about this, is 70-some at 50. I think this is a good goodbye tour. They won't call it that. They'll just do it and then go away. But uh, I want to see them because I think this is my literally my last time to, to do it. But I'd travel. I would travel. 
Chicago, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Go see the real fans of people in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I, I assume whatever the Meadowlands is, MetLife Stadium. I think it is uh, now. I'm not sure. I, I only know that as the Meadowlands, you know? And and whatever the big one in Philly is where WrestleMania is this year. You know, right. that's I like call a it set. the vet. It's like Lincoln Financial because they call it the link, I think. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know, like <laughs> everything in Philly is either the spec, spectrum or the vet to me. So I, whatever they right. call it is whatever they call it. But I figured, you know, those are two good options. But look at them being hoity-toity. We only do uh, stadiums now. Excuse me. Well, because they can pack them in, Joe. What are you going to do? I, I mean, I would love to see them in a small venue, but it, it's never going to happen. Yeah, they're not. They're going to play Tinks. Well, oh my God, <laughs> if Tinks was still open, they've been working on whatever Tinks was for like the last like six years. It's not right. I mean, there's like wood out into the street now for Tinks. It's just I an saw ongoing. Few... Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say it's an ongoing construction project, is what it is. Yeah, I saw a few good concerts at Tinks. Yeah, me too. My my biggest regret involves not going to Tinks one night. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I, big Warren Zevon fan, right? So I'm still, and this was when, you know, like uh, the shop was on Linden Street. Oh my goodness. Right. Yeah. So I'm down there hanging out and I'm there and I'm like, oh, Warren Zevon's up the road. I really, and this is how lazy I was. Like, I, oh, okay. Now, bear in mind, when Todd says up the road, half a it's, block, it's it's a block, not even. Right. He has to cross a street and mm-hmm. pass two buildings. Right. So Warren is playing there. Um, I'm a big fan. And I'm like, oh, I got nobody to go with. I don't want to go to a concert alone. So this was when we smoked. Me and the retailer were outside smoking. And we're like, oh, something's going on up at Tinks. And we talked, we talked, and we and we we both went home. And then the next time we saw each other, it was like, oh, that was Warren Zevon up the road. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I didn't have anybody to go with. Well, I didn't have anybody to go with. So we didn't go see Warren Zevon half a block up the road, probably for like 12 bucks, too, at the <laughs> time. And uh, biggest regret I have, I never saw him play uh, in my lifetime. And then he passed away, sadly. I well, luckily the person, the, the big name act that I saw at Tinks has not passed away, still kicking alive to this day. Uh, and that would be Vanilla Ice. Did you really see Vanilla Ice? There? I did. Oh, was that before? Uh, well, did he have? Did he have all his hit that night? Or um, he had not been publicly outed as a juggalo yet. Oh, I didn't know he was a juggalo. That's news is, to me. He's a big juggalo, sure. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. had to be. 97 98 maybe okay late 97 early 98 i probably have the ticket stub around here somewhere if i go digging for it but at the job that i was at uh a girl and it was a situation where she was like oh, i want to go see vanilla ice but i don't want to go by myself and i'm like let's go Let, we're going to see vanilla ice right Jesus nobody wanted to go Christ. with her and uh, you know everyone was there to hear him play Ice Ice Baby, and he's like, "I'm playing the whole album, and then you're gonna wait, and I'm gonna play Ice Ice Baby at the end." And right, of course, exactly what happened. And I knew because, like, you know, it's local and everything else like that. Uh, I knew like two or three of the bartenders, right? And I would get heavy pours on drinks, mm-hmm. or I would get a drink, and I would just get my like, I would get, I'd pay. They'd give me my drink, and they would put my money back on the counter and put my drink on top of the 
money and give me my money back sort of thing. Like the old pretending to go get change and come back with the same amount of money. Right. And like, it wasn't like I was looking for it. It's like, oh, I know Frank's working tonight. So let's go, you know, fleece Frank. Like it's not coming out of his pocket. Right. Right. That's why we're just closed. But anyway, <laughs> it would just be like, oh, you know, this is one of those nights. And, you know, it was, it was a younger man in those days. It was, no, you know what? It had to be. It had to be 98 because I was going to say it had to be 98 because I wouldn't have been 21. I wouldn't have been allowed in. I wouldn't have been drinking. So, yeah. And you'd never sneak into a bar underage. No, absolutely not. So this is the thing. I forget how it came up, um, but I'm the good one. I was the good one, whether it be we're comparing me to my other three brothers or we're comparing me to my wife. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm the good one. Holy Um, shit. uh, What? Holy shit, you're the good one? Yes, I'm the good one. So I never smoked in my entire life. You talk about smoking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've done drugs uh, uh, less time, less than five times in my entire life. Right, but they were all black tar heroin. No, they were all within the same six-month period, and one of them was mushrooms. Oh, my goodness. I would love to see you on shrooms. <laughs> I have I not told this story on here before. If I have, it's been a while, so I'm going to tell it again. Right? I, let's just say this: I have <laughs> never heard a story about you on shrooms, Joe. Okay. So a uh, friend of mine, not going to incriminate anyone, former uh, person who had a show on the soon to be named network. Okay. That uh, he, uh, I went to go see him at college. This would have been 1999. And that was the first time that I ever smoked weed. And that was like, whatever. Right. Right. He came in to visit that summer and I did it again. And it just like, I had no effect, like nothing happened. Right. So then he was in for like Christmas break into new years. And he's like, Hey, we're going to get together. We're going to do mushrooms. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he got it and like, he put it in like a a a tasty cake, coffee cake. Okay. For each of us, me, him, and someone else. Again, I'm not naming. You know, the statue of limitations is up. It's been 25 years, but I don't want to incriminate anyone, you know? Right, because they might have a, you know, they, they don't want to t- taint their, you know, reputation. So, so we like, we had no idea what to do. It's New Year's Eve, and it's also on the eve of Y2K. So there's, like, that hysteria that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So we drive from where he lived which wasn't that far, you know, waiting for everything to kick in to downtown Scranton. <laughs> and we walk around the square and then we, uh, then we drive over to the Steamtown mall and we go to the arcade at the Steamtown mall. And you know, like the arcade basketball gimmick yeah, where like, uh, like the, the rim will move back and forth on you as you're doing it. Right. Well, you were in sync with it. this time. Okay. okay. So either I was in sync with it or, because of the mushrooms, I thought I was in sync with it, right? Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we're done here. What do you want to do? We're like, well, let's just like go right down the line. Let's go to the bowling alley. Right. And it's the weekend. It's New Year's Eve. What's going on at the bowling alley, Todd? Rock and bowl? Cosmic bowl. Right. So we walk in, the three of us. <laughs> Right. And it's the lights and the glow, and all three of us just freeze. 
<laughs> we're like, what's going on? We're like, we need to get out of here now. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> they know. Well, it's not that they know. It was no, one I know. of those That's things that's like, here. this isn't right. Mm-hmm. So we then decide, we're, we're like, we need to get something to eat or drink. Like, we could have got something there at the bowling alley, but we weren't thinking. So we get back into my car, and it's starting to rain. So we're like, all right, we're going to drive to a convenient mart and get something to eat, right? Get something mm-hmm. to drink. And as it's raining, and I'm using my wiper to wipe away the windshield, <laughs> I definitely should not have been driving a car in this No, state. really? Okay. Shocking. <laughs> So we go to the convenient mart, we get something to eat, uh, we go back to his parents' place, and we ended up watching, uh, it was a Friday night, it was, you know, December 31st, whatever, 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 Um, you know, infancy days of the internet, so we knew, like, Y2K had not killed us all, so we just settled in with, like, junk food from a convenience store, a bunch of, like, iced teas and stuff, and we watched the uh, episode of ECW on TNN that was on that night. Oh, good. I'm glad and, that's the way you rang in the, the new century. And I'll say that, well, it was like, like whatever time it was on, but like the opening credits of the show is usually, it's like maybe like 60 seconds, like a minute long. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was like four hours long. That's the way it is for me when I watch wrestling. Right. And then uh, there was a match, like, and again, it's one of those things I always remember. They showed like an old match of RVD versus Spike Dudley, and they showed a match of Masato Tanaka versus Mike Awesome, and that's kind of like where I started to come down from whatever high I was on. And uh, again, so we're going, ending all the way back around to things, like I was the good one. Um, so I didn't do any illicit drugs until I was like well into my early 20s. I didn't right. drink until I was 21. I never smoked um, anything like that. Um, so like, there was never a thought of like, oh, I'm going to sneak into a bar to get drunk as like a teenager, or <laughs> I'm going to pay the guy who's going to like mark up some beer. We're going to go meet him in the woods. Maybe he'll show up. Maybe he won't. Maybe the cops will show up with a bunch of like strangers meeting in the middle of the woods to drink like a a shitty like thing of Coors, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, like, and I would hear my brothers talking about this sort of stuff and like what the, what they were going through to have to drink underage. And I'm just like, just wait I, like is drinking that big of a deal that you have to yes battle? it was a rite of goddamn passage joe i guess i'll say this i smoked in my teens into high school i so uh in 91 is when i graduated so 89 90 91 i was smoking i don't remember when i started so i did that and i smoked till 2000 six and i could pinpoint the week because i know the cover of 52 the uh weekly comic that i quit smoking because wednesday nights i would get um my new books i would get my books i would go get a pizza i would come home i would eat the pizza and read the comic books try not to get grease all over the covers and then i would have a smoke to finish it off and that was when i decided to quit smoking and i read uh 52 the the weekly series I smoked my last cigarette and I never had one again. So there, there was no impetus for this decision. You're just like this, no, this well, issue of 52 was I, so no, good. What were you saying? I'm sorry. This issue of 52 was so good. I have no choice, but to stop. Yes, that's what it was. If you want the truth and bring it down. Um, someone recently had passed away from cancer. So gotcha. 
it was my I'm quitting now kind of a deal. You know what I mean? So it it happened and I did that. But un- underage drinking, um, I think we've discussed this before. I've ha- I had my first drink when I was a kid with my father, Miller mm-hmm. High Life, the champagne of beers. Um, didn't really drink a lot. Like I, my father gave me like a, a sip of his highball or whatever we had. And then when I was in my teenage years, I drank underage at beer parties, at parties at houses, <clears throat> um, sneaking into bars, local bar here in Oliphant, the carriage in, no longer the carriage in, rest in peace. Um, it, it was the underage bar. You'd go in, and I forget what the guy's name was that ran it. I used to know because we all knew it. And we go in, he was an older guy. And you'd walk in and you'd be like, what do you want? Blah, 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 blah. And then some nights he'd go, they gave the call, everybody out. What he meant was the liquor, somebody from the liquor control board, they were doing stings and somebody would tip them off and he'd shake all the kids out. He'd get out, <laughs> come back tomorrow, come back. But tonight they're, they're around and they might come in. I don't know. And we would do that. And, uh, you know, we'd come back the next night and be like, they're still going around, leave. And then. They, they the heat'd be off for a month or two, and we drink every Saturday night. Now I was eighteen drinking in that bar every Friday and Saturday night. He did not care. <laughs> it was like it was like Mo with the pandas. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like everybody out, and then uh, yeah. So I drank quite a bit, and then there was nights, and I oh God at Hiles where we knew that's where we drank. I remember Hiles. Oh, Hiles. And I ended up getting to know, and we all did, all the bartenders, all of the bartenders. And, and you know, I had money in my pocket. I was living at home, um, had a f- well-paying job. Um, just tipped, like, going out of business, like, make sure you tip them. And they would heavy pour us. If there was a slow night, they'd be like, you know what, I need to, I need to practice my – my shot making who wants a Swedish fish? I'll have one. Here you go. Boom, boom, boom. Here's a chocolate cupcake. Whatever. We would just drink shots while they poured all night because it wasn't coming out of their pocket, like you said. When we were sober, we'd be like, anybody want anything? We're going to get milkshake. Like we'd come back and we'd get whatever they bartenders wanted. We didn't care. It was like, I'm gonna pay nine bucks for three milkshakes and I'm not gonna buy a drink tonight. Yeah. And then other times I'd be smoking. And the bartender would be like, give me a smoke. I'd be like, all right, let me let me open a pack. I'd roll it across, roll it across the bar. She'd take it. And I'd turn away and I'd look back and there'd be a shot on the bar because I gave her a cigarette. I'd be like, can I have another cigarette? Here you go. And there'd be a, bar, a shot. And this would go on all night. And I'd be like, here, have the smoke. I don't want any more whiskey. I don't want any more whiskey. I remember, and this is bad. I don't drink and drive anymore. I remember that night. Waking up across the street from my house where I parked the car because there's no houses on the other side. There's just like woods parked there. I had t- a Camaro with T-tops and I woke up in the Camaro with my like head facing up because I had it laying on the, the cushion of the, the thing. And I, I was looking out through the T-top because they were open and all I saw was sky. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know I was in my Camaro. I remember crawling across the street and crawling up the steps and going to bed. And I was like, I need to dial it back. <laughs> Look, I'm going to die. And I do remember hopping a curb that night. Oh, hopping my goodness. My car. I, like I said, I, you know, there was the time that was on the mushrooms. Um, I, I ne- like, I never drove drunk. I always had, like, somebody else with me. 
yep. or at the very least <laughs> I was way less drunk than they were like mm-hmm. I still you know whatever like I definitely if I got pulled over I would have gotten but I was like feeling okay um but yeah like I got like my wild stuff out of me and like like by the time like I think the last one, like the last crazy drink and night that I had. And again, it always, it, everything comes back to wrestling with me. I know you love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to a show, had to be 2003. It was supposed to originally be in Maryland. And they ended up moving it to like the ballroom at a hotel. And like right in the ballroom and right next to the ballroom was a bar. Mm-hmm. And... I missed like the last two matches because I got so drunk. I I'm like, I just need to leave. And I just went to the car and I passed out and I don't remember, like I missed the last two matches of the show. I don't remember how we got home. Like we were there with April and a bunch of other people, but that was like probably the last time that I got like crazy ass drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, the closest I think was maybe, um, one of the early who versus woos that we did. Oh, I remember it. Cause it was the <laughs> second doctor and you <laughs> didn't even see what was going on. Yeah. You I, were on uh, precious root beers. And no, 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 no. This was, I had my, I had my giant tumbler that I have. Right. Right. And I just poured like way too much booze in there. And I didn't realize how much I poured in. Mm hmm. And I drank what I drank, but like I was home, I was doing a podcast, but I was fucked up. As you were, yeah. and you were fucked up when you watched it because you didn't yeah. remember anything from it too. Yeah. Um, and I'll say this: that was the closest I ever came to ending this podcast. I really? felt so disrespected oh, against Doctor Who. Oh, against oh, Doctor God. Who. What? I was going to say, oh, against Doctor Who. That's not even a real person. But uh, I do have what you know how you said you were the good one. Yeah, um, my brother. He was he was a rabble rouser too. But out of the, like, but he, my mother knew it with him. My mother knew it with him. With me, I was the angel. Like if you can believe that, I could do no wrong, Joe. Like if we were sitting in the room, like and my mother couldn't see us, I would slap my leg as hard as I could so you could hear it. And then go, Larry! And my mother would be like, why are you hitting your brother, Larry? Stop hitting Todd. And I'd be like, "He hit, look, he got the mark on my leg. And he'd be like, he did it. She would not believe it. I could do no wrong, right? So my brother <laughs> up a little bit, and he moves back in, right? And we shared a bedroom. There's only a two-bedroom house. But when he came back, I refused to let him come back into the bedroom because he was Mr. I'm, I'm going to be on my own. So he had to sleep in the TV room downstairs because I'm that much of a prick, Joe, right? So I'm in high school and I get smashed at this party around Christmas. I'm not driving. Smashed, right? I'm eating popcorn balls all night and drinking as much as humanly possible. This is going to end very well, right? So I come home. I crawl up the steps. My mother doesn't see me. I crawl up the steps. I Go to sleep in my bed. Now, I have a, this is, I have my first stereo at the time, and I had speakers on each side of the bed. So in the middle of the night, I wake up. I'm sick. I lean to the left, blah, all over the speakers, right? <laughs> I go back to sleep, right? Get sick in the middle of the night, lean to the right, puke all over that speaker. My mother wakes up in the morning, comes into the room that I'm sleeping at, freaks out, right? 
freaks out, walks, stomps downstairs and goes, Larry, what is wrong with you? He goes, what? What happened? He goes, you were so drunk last night. You went up to Todd's room, puked on each of his speakers, and then came down to your bedroom and passed out. He's like, I didn't even go drinking last night. I come down. I'm walking dead. And I'm like, Larry, why'd you do that, man? My room is disgusting. Like, I'm not taking the fall, man. It was years later that we finally told me, yeah, it was me, Ma. She's like, what? You did that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my little angel. I can't believe it. <laughs> I definitely believe that you're a troublemaker and are enough of a sweet talker and schmoozer to get away with it. I got out of a lot of trouble. I'm the silver tongue devil that I am, Joe. Right. I just never got in trouble. Well, that's because you were the, you know, the good one that nobody knew. I was. And where this all comes from is, you know, obviously, uh, I'm going to have a teenager living here soon. Oh, dear God. I know. And I, when he was a baby, I would say, like, oh, when he gets into the shit that you used to get into, April. Oh, and you he comes April, home. Yeah. I'm just going to look at you. I go, I'm not even going to look at him. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to look at you. And I'm going to be like, how are you going to fix this? This is you. You know? So... These are I, I, April jeans right here. Yeah, I don't, you know, like I said, you hope, you know, you, you want your kid to live. I don't know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who knows? Like I said, I don't, I, you know, <laughs> I'm like stumbling and stammering here. There's a perfect spot to wrap up the show. The only last thing that I want to mention is, uh, so April is gone for a work trip and she'll be back by the time this comes out for everyone who's not a Patreon and then we'll be leaving. There'll be no after dark next week. There'll be a main show next week. Right. Uh, but there'll be no after dark next week. That's like too much, too much work. Yeah. I mean, I can't handle it. Right. Um, but I'm like, Oh, let me go to the store. Let me get some stuff, you know, some stuff that like I'll get for me that April won't get or doesn't like to prepare. Like she hates fish. So I went and got like a bunch of fish for myself to make while uh, she's been gone since Saturday. And one of the things that I picked up uh, was a hungry man dinner. Oh my God. They're not the same, but go ahead. No, they're not Todd. It was a, it was a horrible disappointment. Yeah, if they're not in the tin with the tin foil on top. No, you have to microwave. It's not the same. No, I put it. Listen, I don't mind if if there's instructions on there that says microwave or oven. I always go oven. I'll wait. See, see, I thought they were in the plastic thing, so you couldn't. They'd melt. No, you could. They have them like in like some sort of like UV coated gimmick, right? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, and the brownies smaller. Oh, and it's all smaller. Come on, but out of the uh, with the hungry man, I was a cobbler man myself. Love no, me. not me. The cobbler was just like, like, like hot tar when you ate it. It was like a liquid salt thing. I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. Hopefully this is a good after dark. I don't know. Todd incriminated himself in a bunch of crimes. Oh my God. Thank God the statute of limitations is over. Yeah. It's been over 30 years for some of them over 25 years for me. So I think we're okay. Right. 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 All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. This was After Dark 484. Uh, We'll see you in two weeks here. Yeah. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks.